Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. In spite of all our communication technology, no invention is as effective as the sound of the human voice. When we hear the human voice, we instinctively want to listen in the hopes of understanding it. Even when the speaker is searching for the right words to say, that's because the human voice resonates differently from everything else in the world. This is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. Listen in on candid conversations with creative entrepreneurs and insanely interesting people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this, you're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. All right, everybody, this is Srini. Welcome to another backstage episode of The Unmistakable Creative. I am here with my co-host, Greg Hartle. What's going on, Greg? Oh, just living the dream, man, living the dream. Yeah. My uh, my my dream has now become I'm stabbing myself in the stomach with needles on a regular basis because my body can't reproduce red blood cells. That's part of living the dream, right? Uh, I don't know about that, but you want to tell us oh. what that's all about? <laughs> that sounds kind of funny. Like out of context, it's like, what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> yeah. So for those for the listeners who are unaware, I uh, have been experiencing challenges with my kidney transplant coming up on 10 years, actually, in a couple months, which is pretty crazy. Um, but part of that process is my kidney cannot generate the hormone that generates red blood cells. So my red blood cell count is very low. Um, actually, I was asking the doctor yesterday, I said, so, you know, when is it, when is it a problem? And she's like, oh, uh, it's well beyond a problem. And I was like, oh, okay. So she's like, yeah, you'd be in the hospital if you weren't as healthy as you are otherwise. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So we're trying to prevent a blood transfusion. And the way I prevent a blood transfusion right now is I stab myself in the stomach with a needle and inject that hormone into my body. And hopefully that will help regenerate the red blood cells. So other than that, you know, fantastic, man. Other than that, yeah, I love how you're so matter-of-fact about it. Uh, <laughs> kind of fitting considering the, the guests that we've had earlier on the show this week. I mean, we had Alex from Super Size Me. Uh, you know, she was a co-creator and I, a lot of stuff related to how we treat our bodies. And then we had America's Angriest Trainer. So a lot yeah, of yeah. stuff related to health and body here. Yeah. Um, but before we get into into like the gist of the episode, there's, there's a couple of things we want to talk about. Uh, some of you know possibly that we are looking to hire somebody that we want to bring to our team. And we haven't been able to find that person. And we realized we're like, well, why haven't we told our listeners? We know some of you don't follow us on Facebook. Uh, you know, some of you aren't connected to us on Twitter or wherever on the web, but a lot of you listen to us. And so we want to tell you a little bit about what we're looking for, and then we'll tell you how to apply. Uh, but Greg, you want to you want to talk a little bit about um, our curator position that, that we want to have join our team? 
Yeah, it's real simple. We're looking for somebody amazing, unmistakable, <laughs> awesome, creative, cool, easy to work with, fun to get along with, you know, everyday run-of-the-mill type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but the, we're, what we're looking to really hire is an unmistakable cur- curator slash writer to help us write a newsletter. You know, wh- what we've come to realize is is that in the in the tech world in the tech community there's there's plenty of opportunity for people in the industry to stay on top of their industry in quick easy ways there's all sorts of publications blogs etc dedicated to the tech industry in the corporate world it's the same thing i mean there's even television shows and television networks dedicated to keeping you up to date on the corporate world if you're a corporate executive but in the creative world in the world that you and i live in we we kind of all help each other out by pointing each other in the direction of each other and saying, hey, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. But there's no real curated place to know what's going on in the creative world and not done in, in a easy-to-consume way and in a way that's fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what what we're hoping to create is a newsletter um, that that people can subscribe to to stay up to date on what's going on in the creative entrepreneurial world um, on a regular basis. And we're really looking for somebody to, to head up that position and take charge of it and help us grow and build a new part of our brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find out more about it at unmistakableintern.tumblr.com. Um, we have the entire job description there, and we have exactly what we want from people who apply. So definitely visit that. Um, we'll also link that up in the show notes as well. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. I mean, you know, those of you listening know our community. Know you know you know our brand. So we think that you know this may be the most ideal place for us to turn to um, to find somebody who who really is a strong fit for this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, listeners out there that fit this description and would be fun to work with. So if, if that's you, check it out, unmistakableintern.tumblr.com, and uh, hit us up. Absolutely. Well, let's do this. Uh, so we're going to review last week's feedback. Last week's feed, uh, you know, episode on the All or Nothing Internet, quite a conversation starter. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely think that we pissed some people off. Uh, a lot of people agreed. Uh, I, I think that, you know, we, we, in my opinion, we called out something that's happening that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge um, exists. Uh, so we, let's look at the feedback. You know, our friend Care wrote in from Alaska. I think you guys are on the right track, uh, you know, especially about the all or none uh, not available or the person is not literate in the all. It's amazing in Alaska where you can get what, what – um, you know what you can get in Alaska internet services reliably and by the way Srini you're a wimp it's 80 miles per hour today with temps in the teens and Boston and the Northeast has more snow than we do (laughs) (laughs) so I mean you know I think Alaska is a great example Greg based on your whole experience when you you went there of of sort of this this strange distribution uh you know I think that we think that the whole world is is connected to an iPhone (laughs) yeah I mean I've been plenty of places in America in the last three years that aren't even close. You know, they're they're far behind the curve, the technology curve, um, which is a big factor, you know, which is a big factor on this idea that, you know, anyone can just set up shop, set up the Internet and, you know, take away all the gatekeepers and do whatever they want to do and, and be whoever they want to be. I think that that's a bit um, naive mm-hmm. in, in that thinking. All right. So 
uh, Scott writes in, and Scott actually probably was one of the people that really I remember. He even he sent sent us a note personally. And he said, you know, he said uh, he said I wasn't sure what it was, but something really pissed me off about that episode. And I love this because he he actually disagreed with. It. He said the power of the internet driven connection economy is that it levels the playing field by allowing ordinary or non picked people to do extraordinary things. To compare it to a middle classless third world country with a chasm that separates the haves and the have nots is a faulty analogy. Who is to judge? Uh, the haves, the successful ones. A star on the walk of fame takes talent and a man on the moon genius, but a blog that matters, only a sincere desire to make a difference. That's a great line, by the way. Yeah. That is a, that is a great line. Um, uh, I, I have mixed feelings about this, Scott. I, uh, I, I think extraordinary people do extraordinary things. I'm not sure about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Um, I'll have to give that some more thought, but, um, but I agree with him on the one premise that he says, who is to judge who are the haves yeah. and the have-nots? That's actually a great point. Now, I was making the case um, in terms of in terms of the ability to generate income. Uh, but that's not, you know, that's not everyone's measure. And and by no means is that a lot of people's measures who are just creating stuff on the internet for fun or for, you know, some meaningful purpose, you know, way beyond money. So I think, you know, Scott brings up a good point in that, you know, it, it, this, this conversation has to be driven also by how we define what is quote unquote successful or not on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really that's a tough one, right? Because everybody brings some everybody comes to it for something different. I mean, for some people they're completely happy lingering in obscurity and have a, you know, having a blog that nobody will ever read, but they get something from it. Yeah, and by the way, it's not necessarily that no one will ever read even because, you know, Scott also brought up, I think it was Scott, if I remember correctly, who who brought up the idea of the small army, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So even if even if hundred people read your blog, but it's impactful to them and it's meaningful to them and it's meaningful to you that it's meaningful to them and you have a relationship with them. Well, then you win, you know, then you're successful. So, um, I think that's a good point. I think that's a very good point. So it's funny because our, our debate about talent still seems to be generating a lot of comments from people. Uh, so this is this, but you know, this is, you'll like this one. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> the horse has been beaten to death, but I feel like I need to be the first person to say Greg is completely right regarding focus <laughs> efforts to be good at one thing. In my short career as an auditor, cloud software implementer, adventure travel agent, and digital marketer, I've seen how fun it is to dabble, yet how much the switching costs can slow you down to finding success. Thanks for the soapbox, guys. Keep up the great work. That's from Travis. Uh, Travis, I love you. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, Travis, definitely keep writing in. Love it. You, you know, you always have a soapbox here. And for any of you guys listening, consider this Friday segment, the listener's soapbox. Uh, you can always <laughs> write into us at unmistakablecreative.com slash contact. All right. We got another one here. Hi, Srini and Greg. It would be far easier to keep quiet and pretend everyone is making six figures on the Internet and just tell everyone to keep working. It will happen any day now. Uh, and she said, you know, this is from Mary. She says, the people who have helped me the most are not those who excel at self-promotion or who make perfect videos. They're the people who have been through hell and lived to tell the tale. The people who inspire me are the ones who have the courage to be honest, tell their story of struggle. The world needs healing, and what heals is the truth. The truth hardly ever makes people popular fast. There's a reason for that. Wow. Um, I, you know, I I cannot disagree. I, I agree with that point, Mary. And 
I have, you know, I always have mixed feelings on this because there's a, a strong part of me that wants to um, support people's efforts. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's another part of me that is constantly in the back of my mind thinking, am I being irresponsible by doing so? And I, I don't know where that ant- that fine line is. You know, the idea, oh, keep working, it'll happen for you any day now type of line where there's a part of me that wants to say that to people. And then there's another part of me that I think I might be contributing to their misery by doing that. And I, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. I mean, I think that you really, you've kind of shined a light on it for me. And I, I've, you know, I, I have to admit, I am of, you know, sort of the optimistic nature. I've always wanted to believe that anybody could put pen to paper and eventually what would come out of the other side, if they worked at it long enough, would be good. Um, and, you know, and I've sat down with our, our, our mutual friend, Willie Jackson, and he says, yeah, Shrini, he said, but there's a lot of lousy stuff that has become successful just by sheer, you know, uh, persistence, stuff yeah. that honestly most of us wouldn't consider good. And nobody will say is bad publicly just because a person's presence is so big. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good point as well. I mean, a, a lot of times, I mean, if you're if you're just if you just show up. There's so few people that show up in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. really, there there's so few that show up consistently in the world that in actuality, if you do just show up, you know, I learned this I learned this when I was uh 19 years old. I had a mentor, business mentor of mine who is probably responsible for me being alive and successful and happy uh more than anyone else in my life. And he uh, on a personal level and a professional level. And he told me, he told me back then when I was first thinking about starting a business, he said, look, he said, just do one thing. It, it, just do this one thing. He said, when you say you're going to do something, do it. And you will be better than 80% of the businesses out there if you just did that. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. There has been over my career anyway. Mm-hmm. The idea that if you just consistently show up, you will likely far surpass most people. And so in some respects, that's the case. I mean, in some respects, you don't have to be brilliant and you don't have to, you know, have the greatest thing in the world. You just have to show up and go to work. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes a huge difference. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, I think my thousand word a day habit is, is a perfect example of that. I think there's a lot of people, many of who have been guests on the show, who are far better writers than I am. Um, and I, I honestly, mm-hmm. the only, I mean, I, I, you know, I remember somebody asked, so like, you know, the, like, I said, the reason I have to write so much is because I'm not that good. Like, that's my, my theory. <laughs> I was like, that's, I can only, you know, accomplish what I do through volume. Uh, and that's, you know, I, so good I, way to look at it. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I think that, that I, I want to comment on that you said um, is worth, you know, just repeating. You said, you know, do the things you say you're going to do. And you know what? I, we've mentioned this before, but that can start with the smallest of things. If you say you're going to respond to an email today, do it. Make things like that a habit. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing is those things amplify. Eventually, doing what you say you're going to do just becomes who you are. Like, that's the definition that's of exactly integrity. Right. That's exactly right. And, and your life will be much better for it. Your relationships will be much better for it. And your business will be much better for it. That's been my experience. And that's been the experience of the people that I've worked with. And it, it, I mean, it, it seems so simple and so basic. Mm-hmm. And yet, the, you know, the majority of people won't do what they say they're going to do the majority of the time. And most people won't just show up and be persistent yeah. long enough. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into today's topic because I think for once we're going to actually have a, a, a debate on the air between you and I. Oh, really? All right, let's do it. According to our, our you know pre-recording conversation, so <laughs> what I want to talk about is is something that has actually been really bothering me um, as I, I've been watching the web, as I've, I've seen some of my own experiences, as I've seen comments from people. Um, I wrote a little essay the other day called "Feed the Ecosystem," and it was about why I don't think that artists can survive on free content. Um, and, and, you know, so my 
my whole idea behind this, uh, you know, and, and some musicians commented, uh, a woman named Rachel James. What I'm really, when I look at it, and where this idea came from was a musician actually wrote an article on Medium uh, about this idea that if artists kept creating content for free and we didn't support it financially, at some point they wouldn't be able to create anymore and the world would lose out on great art. Uh, and I thought that was a very, very thought-provoking argument. And I thought, you know, it, it makes a case for why I'm glad I use Spotify. instead. I mean, I'll admit it. I downloaded a bunch of free music when Napster first came out, like most people. Uh, and now, as somebody who's a creator, I think, okay, yeah, you know what? I, there's a compelling case for that. Um, I buy books, even though I get tons of free books. I buy lots of books from authors. Even books I've gotten for free, sometimes I'll buy just to support the person uh, who has a book? Because I realize in order for writers to keep writing, we have to keep buying their books. Uh, and, and I don't know. I mean, and to me, and even our show is a perfect example of this. You know, you guys probably heard recently, I added a little tagline at the very end that says, hey, when you support our sponsors, you support our show. You get to listen to our podcast for free, but we fund it via sponsors. And the way that, you know, in order for us to keep doing what we're doing, that's the way you can support us. You effectively, what you're doing is what I call feeding the ecosystem because I think if you don't feed the ecosystem, things in it won't thrive. Um, so, Greg, I, and you happen to, you apparently disagree with me on this. Yeah, I think that's total BS. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's total BS because I think creators will always create, artists will always create. I, I, I think, I think we're mixing two things there. I mean, you know, it's an interesting world that we live in, or I should say, it's an interesting uh, culture that we're in here, at least, where we. You know, we live in a capitalist system, so everything kind of gets filtered through that lens of of uh, marketplace exchange. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> when you say that if we don't feed the ecosystems, artists won't be able to continue to create art, I, that's ridiculous. I mean – Art has been created since the beginning of time and always will be. Sure. The, the, the question is, is, is there a sense of responsibility or no sense of responsibility um, on behalf of the consumer to participate? And I think that's just personal preference. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think there is a, a sense of responsibility. I mean, I think that you have to decide what your worldview is and, and how you want to participate. I mean, you can support... You know, you vote with every dollar you spend and you can choose that vote any way you want to. And I don't think I think if I voted for um, uh, uh, I mean, so t take take, for example, somebody that has a, a musician that's that's uh, supported by a big label. Mm -hmm. If I buy their music, I'm supporting that big label. Sure. Right. That's a big corporation. Versus an independent artist who just releases their own record. I don't think I have to choose between those two. And I don't think by choosing one, I'm, I'm destroying the other. Mm -hmm. I think both can exist in this world. And I think it's a personal preference of mine. And I think both will continue to create music uh, regardless of which one I choose. Yeah, okay. So agreed that they will continue to create I, I don't disagree with that i think that there there's something to be said for that like there you know that to me there's absolute value in creating for the sake of creating whether we make money from our art or not but you know i honestly think that there is there's a question of if these are people who are making a living from their art um 
I, I, I honestly do. I mean, I feel then it's the responsibility of the artist. It's not my responsibility as the consumer. It's the responsibility of the artist to do something that compels me to want to pay for it. And it's the responsibility of the artist to be a good enough business person. If they want to make a living from their art, mm-hmm. to be a good enough business person to convince me that I should pay for it. I don't think it's my responsibility as the consumer. I think it's their responsibility as the artist. Sure. Well, I'm not advocating paying for shitty art, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that you're saying that as a consumer, it, it's your responsibility, and I don't, I don't agree. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel that if you are consuming something on a regular basis, it, like I look at it, you know, I'm like, okay, is it? I, I do feel some sense of responsibility as a consumer. I think that they should. I, we're, we're in disagreement here. Like, I think that you know, if you're getting an insane amount of value for something, and you've done nothing to support it financially. I mean, there, there's give and take here, right? That, that that's something you got to think about. Like, I'll, I'll share an example, and this is something that the reason I wanted to have this conversation today, uh, of all the things we could talk about, was that you know Derek Halpern actually put up an update on his Facebook um, page where he said somebody who had subscribed to his newsletter basically said, you know, you've provided me a ton of valuable content. Um, you know, everything you've provided to me has been insanely valuable. And now you send me a pitch. I'm unsubscribing from your newsletter. Yeah. And it's kind of like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't leech off of the system and, and not expect that's somebody not, to. That's serve. not leeching. That's not leeching. If, if Derek Halpern puts out free stuff, I'm not a leech for reading it. I know that. That's but complain, his business practice. Yeah. But to complain that, hey, suddenly you're, you know, you're, you're actually pitching something. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that in order for something to continue to exist, it has to be supported somehow. Yeah, but that's not my responsibility as a consumer. That's your responsibility as the business person. So so let's take James Altucher, for example. I, I read James' blog posts. That doesn't mean I need to buy something from him. Mm-hmm. If he puts out free content like that that's great content, he's doing. he's made the choice to do that, sure. not me. So, so if he makes that choice and I choose to read it, well, then, hey, that's just how it goes. I don't have to do anything to support him. Mm-hmm. Now, out of the goodness of my heart or because I care or because I want to see him succeed, I may support him. But I don't have a sense of responsibility to him or his life or his work. That's on him. Okay. Not on me. Well, OK. That's that's fair. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, but – so you brought up, you know, the idea of, of the goodness of your heart uh, of wanting to support him. I mean, I think that that to me is is really to me that's fundamental to to making. It, who knows? Maybe that's the answer to how we balance it out. But I, again, I, like I'm not somebody who's gonna you know spend my money on buying shitty art. Like there's nothing that it angers me more than when I spend fifteen dollars on a physical book on Amazon and it shows up and I'm like, why did I buy this? <laughs> that pisses me off, and I'll admit that. But I mean, that's the gamble that we take. Yeah, and I so I think that you, what you're saying is is that you have a personal sense of responsibility to to give back, to contribute. But I'm saying that that's just your personal opinion mm-hmm. and that art will continue to be created whether you have that opinion or not or whether a bunch of people have that opinion or not. That was your original premise, that art would stop being created. Sure. If, if, we didn't, if we all didn't say to ourselves, out of the goodness of our heart, we have to support this. And I'm simply saying that's not true. 
that art will continue to be created, whether out of the goodness of my heart I support it or not. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's not my responsibility to care for it, it unless I feel like that's the right thing to do because that's my worldview. But mm-hmm. it's not my responsibility. It's the responsibility of the person on the other end who wants somebody to buy something. It's always on them to make something to convince compelling. me that I should participate, not the other way around. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is uh, this is an interesting one. I, it's it's funny because I think this is the first time we've actually disagreed on the air. <laughs> well, good. It's about damn time. I know. Seriously. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I am I'm I'm not completely convinced. I mean, I am like yeah. People will create art. My my thing is that you know I like great art for in order to to get the stuff that we love. I think that on some level we do have to support it, and we do. The kinds of stuff that is high quality, that is amazing, that generally gets consumed and, and you know purchased, in order for that stuff to be created, I think we absolutely have to support it. I think we do have a responsibility. Like, as a moviegoer, I've been thinking a lot about this. You know, uh, our friend Israel Smith in Australia once, you know, I'd asked him about this. He said, man, he's like, yeah, he's like, no, he's like, I don't ever download movies. And I thought, he said, you're a creator. He's like, you shouldn't be even thinking about things like that. And I said, wow, you know, like, do I have an obligation to go watch a movie that sucks or that I think looks awful? No. But, I mean, I, I think there, there is something to be said for supporting people who have created stuff that's really good. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, me taking this – I want to be really clear here because I don't think I was at the beginning. My personal preference is to support – independent artists who are who are doing great work who are on their way up so i I just want to make that clear you know and my track record shows that i mean Mm -hmm. i vote with my dollar and i am very careful about where i place that dollar every time so personally my personal preference is to support that ecosystem otherwise i wouldn't you know we wouldn't be doing this (laughs) i wouldn't be a part of this podcast for instance and i wouldn't be trying to do this daily creative newsletter that i was just talking about which the whole purpose of that is to support up-and-coming artists or people doing creative things, you know, that don't get a lot of attention. So personally, my personal preference is to support that ecosystem. I'm simply taking the position for the sake of this argument that my personal preference does not mean anything in comparison to whether that art will be created or not. All right. Well, let's uh, well, let's turn this to the listeners. Uh, what do you guys think? We we definitely want to hear about this because we you know this was something that has been really kind of top of mind for me for the last few weeks as I've been watching things, and uh, I think it made sort of a nice tie to to really connect the dot between this and the all or nothing internet. So, write in. Tell us uh, tell us what you think. Unmistakablecreative.com slash contact. Also, feel free to give us feedback on the show in general. I know a lot of you guys have been writing in about that. Uh, if you have topics that you want us to cover. Uh, it, it's been really cool to see you know all of you guys interacting with us. Um, we're hearing a lot of your comments, <clears throat> and uh, some of you have even written you know blog posts in response. Like Scott actually wrote in it that that what we read from him was actually an excerpt from his blog post. So um, you know if you write you know post in response to the episode, please send them to us. We'd love to include you in this segment. Again, this segment is all about you guys. So uh, again, unmistakablecreative.com/slash/contact. Greg, anything else to add? Yeah, care. Just feel free to continue to write in and tell Srini that he's a wimp. (laughs) All right, and uh, we'll wrap with that. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening in on another candid conversation at The Unmistakable Creative. Embrace your inner misfit. Express your creative voice. And remember, the goal isn't to live forever, but to create something that will. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.